Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT episode 550, NXT UK episode 82, uh, SmackDown episode 1071, and 205 Live episode 168. I'm doing one big episode to close out February. These episodes aired uh, uh, February 26th, 27th, and 28th. Um, all right, so I am going to go through all, all of this stuff real quick. Um, in the middle of these four episodes, we had Super Showdown. I already did an episode just about that. Um, I did not watch NXT and NXT UK before watching Super Showdown. Not that it mattered at all, because um, there, there's no... Uh, neither one of them informed the other in any way, so it was fine that I wasn't caught up on NXT yet at that point. But uh, we'll get to the a little bit of the Super Showdown stuff uh, when we get over to SmackDown. But first, let's talk about NXT. Um, we have uh, Cameron Grimes versus Dijakovic. And Cameron Grimes somehow got that win from him after hitting a double stomp. Uh, no, this isn't just somehow. He did get that win because Damian Priest came in and clubbed Dijakovic right in the knee as the referee uh, was not looking and he like ran away real quick but then he was just standing like <laughs> right on the other side of the guardrail I thought was, that was kind of funny but anyway uh, yeah Cameron Grimes got that win thanks to Damien Priest later on Damien Priest was interviewed asking why he did that and he said well Dijakovic is in the way of something that I want the North American Championship or, or Keith Lee in general um Everybody wants Keith Lee in some way. Um, then we, uh, it's announced that uh, there will be a qualifying. There will be qualifying matches in the uh, in the next few weeks, um, leading to a ladder match to determine the next challenger for the NXT Women's Championship. And that ladder match will take place at Takeover Tampa. That's going to be super cool. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, although I've been thinking, like, oh, wait, yes, it is cool. Rhea Ripley is going to get to defend her championship at WrestleMania against R Charlotte Flair, against whoever it would be. It's cool that that's happening at WrestleMania, but I feel like it would be a much bigger deal. Uh, it would get a lot more. I don't know. I It just seems like it's not going to uh, have. It's not going to have as. as what as much fanfare as it would if it was the main event of takeover tampa but i don't know it's still gonna be i'm still really excited for that match but you know it having that take place in the second hour of wrestlemania or whenever it's on the show instead instead of being the 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 main event the night before i'm not sure i'm not sure if that's preferable i anyway Anyway, at least we're getting this awesome ladder match. No idea who's going to be in there, but I hope that we get at least Shotzi or Mercedes in the mix in that ladder match. But uh, it's it's probably going to be the usual suspects. Uh, Mia Yim, uh, Candice LeRae, maybe Dakota and Tegan. Um, uh, and if EO is, uh, is well by then. It would be great to see her return for that match. But that ladder match that they had uh, leading into War Games was, was super cool. So, And that was just with two competitors. Imagine what it will be like with four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 
however many. Uh, I have a feeling also Tony Storm might be in that match because she. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, <clears throat> Finn comes out and he said, uh, "Let's see." And he asks, "Who's going to get that Finn rub next?" And then uh, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner come and s- send regards. They deliver Walter's regards, and Finn and uh, replies to that by beating them up. Uh, then we had Zia Lee versus Mia Yim. Uh, Zia Lee won this match after uh, uh, Dakota Kai and um, Raquel Gonzalez um, came out and caused a distraction. Uh, so Zaya got that roll up, but then uh, Raquel attacks Mia Yim and uh, Zaya tried to help, but they attacked her as well. Um, even though Zaya just took advantage of them being a distraction. So I, I don't know, but she, uh, I don't know. They were on commentary. They're like, Oh, they, they believe in a fair fight or whatever, but Zaya, she just took advantage of distraction to, to not fight fairly, but. Anyway, uh, then we also have uh, Velveteen Dream challenging uh, Roderick Strong to a cage match next week because there's already going to be a cage out there for Tegan versus uh, uh, Dakota. So may as well leave it set up and have have this match as well. Um, Then we have Austin Theory versus Champa. Champa wins, but then Gargano attacks afterwards they had bronson reed versus killian dane killian won that match then we had grizzled young veterans versus forgotten sons and the grizzled young veterans won that so i think grizzled young veterans are going to be the next nxt tag team champions um and they'll be the first will they be the first did mustache mountain ever win the uk tag team titles i can't remember um if they have then they wouldn't be the first. But if if uh, Mustache Mountain haven't done that, then Grizzle... Yeah, I think it's... I don't think they've won the UK tag titles yet. But um, I have actually, I'm just going to look it up. I'm just going to look it up. Okay. Having looked it up, uh, there have only been three tag team champions in NXT UK so far. Uh, of course, Grizzle Young Veterans started it off. Uh, and Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews um uh were the second champions and then the third set of champions were Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang. So if Grizzled Young Veterans go after the NXT tag titles and they win, they will be the first to have won both of those championships. Um and then they're on their way to becoming the first to have won all four of them. Um the Revival are the only team to have won all three that existed after they at the time um nxt smackdown and raw uh they could go over to nxt uk maybe they'll go win those championships that could be that could be a something for them to do i don't know they're probably leaving soon but i anyway um then we had our main event bianca belair versus charlotte um charlotte won via spear followed by a natural selection um and then uh she attacks bianca afterwards continues to attack her uh aria arrives but in no hurry to save bianca at all so that was kind of a little bit weird she was she just seemed to be there to intimidate charlotte but not in a way that helped anybody so i don't i don't i don't know 
really what to think of that. Um, cause if, yeah, because she was coming out to help Bianca like just run run into there. Anyway, uh, let's let's head on over to NXT UK. Uh, another Grizzled Young Veterans match. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, during this match, they like tagged each other and and Tom. All right, I my favorite commentary team right now is Tom Phillips and Aiden English on NXT UK. But uh, Tom says something like, "This is typical Drake holding Gibson's hand," or maybe it was vice versa. I was like, they're they're tagging. What are you talking about? But Grizzly Young Veterans defeated the Hunt, um, and so they're, they're they continue their mission of going back after a tag team title wherever it is. Um, so Tom was saying that when they're not using underhanded tactics or cutting quarters, they are they work incredibly well as a unit, and. Aiden goes, they always work well as a unit. And then Tom says, and they are always using underhanded tactics and they're always cutting corners. Uh, but anyway, they got the win via Ticket to Mayhem. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> I like the commentary on this show so much. But uh, then we had Ca- uh, Jack Stars versus Cassius Ono. Honestly, I didn't really pay attention to this match. I was like doing some other stuff. But uh, Cassius Ono won. And then we had an interview with Isla Dawn where she talked about the women's division. Uh, so that was a pretty good interview. And then we had uh, the Brian Kendrick versus A-Kid. Uh, A-Kid won via an awesome, awesome DDT springboard. That was really cool. Um, and then we had our main event, which I'd say is my... Whew, yeah, that it is my favorite match of the of the week. Better than anything on uh on Super Showdown, better than anything on Raw, everything on it, it's this is the best match of the week. Bianca versus Charlotte was all right. Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm. I quit match. Uh Tony hits a big splash through a table. That was a great moment. Um, like, uh, KLR taping up Tony's arms, uh, like, uh, getting handcuffed, but then Tony fights out of it by hitting like a big headbutt and everything. And then, um, and then all this stuff with the chair, she had it like clamped around Tony's chest. It was like just wrenching down on it. And then it jumped off of the top of the post onto the chair, just like sandwich her in there. And that, and, and Tony just crying shouting in pain and the the referee is like hey, do you do you quit or do you want to give up and she said no i don't want to give up but then um uh sid scala and johnny saint come out and they're like we, we gotta stop this she's gonna actually kill her probably and then piper nivet comes out and like talks sense into tony like you can't do this it's not worth it uh or whatever she says to her i don't know if the microphones even picked that up or anything but because klr was about to do it again which would have been I like oh okay, I like both of them so much, but the like the it's so it's just, like this is different from anything we've seen, uh, especially on NXT UK. It's such a different match, and I was like this this is, is intense, this is crazy. I'm enjoying the hell out of this. So like if she had done it again, that would have been nuts, and then Tony Storm would like been been. Uh, Story wise, I think she would just been dead for a while. Like they put her in the hospital, she'd be like on on life support for for months. 
because she's had all of her torso just crushed into smithereens. But anyway, she quits before KLR hits that second uh, uh, stomp into the chair. And, uh, and yes, yeah, she is still the champion. And Tony cannot challenge for that championship again. And I could see this as being Piper Niven's opportunity to get a one-on-one match because she got kind of kind of screwed out of that at uh, Takeover uh, Blackpool Two, but Takeover Blackpool Two because it was made a triple threat, if I remember correctly. So yeah, uh, that's that's a match of the week right there. All the rest of this, I'm going to go through like super quick. Uh, for SmackDown and 205 Live. Actually, let's talk about 205 Live because it's like really, really quick. I thought that the 10-man elimination match was going to be this week. Um, and I was really confused uh, that they were having a match before that. But I guess it's going to be two weeks from now. I missed that in the announcement. It sounded like it was going to be next. I thought it was going to be this week. I don't know. Anyway, we had Walking Wild versus uh, Raul Mendoza again. Uh, I think Walking Wild's one has he won every match so far now but uh he won via the wild thing uh then we had tony nice versus leo rush uh leo rush won via disqualification because canellis got involved um and then uh oni and danny came out and they neutralized that threat they brawled into the back uh so leo rush was just left there announces the winner and then jack gallagher has returns and attacks leo rush and then takes off his his uh jacket to reveal his new nautical tattoos the big ship on his chest and all that so he's got he's got the 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 mean looking facial hair and the mean looking tattoos that there's very mixed opinion about that online i thought it was kind of cool i don't know if it's if they're actually real tattoos or not they could be a temporary kinds which i I, in a way i kind of hope that they are but maybe not i don't know if they're if they're not and he's going to keep on adding more i think it'll look better and better and better um but uh yeah i don't think it's bad i don't think it's bad i don't think the tattoos are bad um, I think they'll, they'll they'd be better with more of them. Uh, that the the only bad thing about it is that there isn't more of them. Does that make sense? But um, anyway, I'm I'm just happy he's back. Uh, that's that's the important part. He's back and he's mean and he's gonna kick some ass. All right, so uh, now SmackDown is to 1071. Goldberg comes out. He says, it's not about who's last. It's about who's next. Then Roman Reigns comes out and says, I'm next. That's it. Uh, then we have Bailey versus Naomi in a... Is this a title match? I don't know. But um, it doesn't matter because the disqualification because Sasha attacks when Naomi's about to win uh, because Sasha Banks makes her return. It's exciting that she's here. And Bailey, when she comes out, she's like, hold up. Before we start, here's Sasha. She's great. Um, and then Lacey comes to the rescue. And then uh, uh, they make it a tag team match. So Bailey and Sasha versus Naomi and Lacey. Very unexpected team to exist. Uh and they win because Naomi pins Bailey. So I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe Naomi and Lacey will be a team. Maybe they'll challenge the Kabuki Warriors. I have no idea. Everything on SmackDown is just is just just random stuff. 
But uh, next we had Kofi versus Robert Roode uh, with Biggie and Dolph at ringside. Biggie gets ejected. He gets sent away because Robert Roode pretend he he runs over to the stairs and kicks it, and then pretends like Big E was the one who did that to him. And the referee believes it because he's a big dummy. And and Roode is very proud of himself for doing that. But I thought I it it was it worked. It was clever, and you don't see that very often. So a nice work there. Uh. So they win the match, and Dolph Ziggler is, like, helping out and stuff, and Sonya's like, your man seems happy to Mandy, and Mandy just kind of nods, and then we also see Otis is, like, really upset, and Tucker is like, all right, next week we're going to find you love, just forget about her, whatever. So I think, I, I'm kind of turning on Otis here, uh, I think I already sort of turned on him last week, like, he's... like, just go talk to her, and you clear all this up. Like, it's so frustrating to see, like unhappiness because of just just assuming that something happening instead of just like talking to the person and that's probably a lesson that any of us could t- take like if uh you're having problems with somebody in whatever kind of relationship you have if uh if 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 there's um displeasure if there's stress if there's anxiety about it and the, the and think about it if 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 it could be resolved or clarified with simply having a conversation then just go do that what's the worst that could happen i get I, it could make the maybe the fear of it making the anxiety even worse maybe the stress even worse making the situation worse that is, is a fear but if there's a chance that it could make things like i thought it could alleviate all of that you know just just talk about it just you know have, have take a take a couple minutes and you know power through it because that's all, uh, like, yeah. Anyway. Oh, I should just talk to Mandy. That's what I'm saying. Instead of just, just being, like, hanging around, being, like, being afraid to talk to her and stuff. Like, that's the, not to say it's his fault for this happening. It's it's totally Dolph Ziggler's fault and Sonia's fault. Because uh, they're obviously all working together to, to, to keep Mandy away from Otis. But if Otis just, like, when after they're taking advantage of the fact that Otis won't do that, that he won't just go talk to her. Anyway, maybe that's the whole point. Maybe we'll see it, how it all plays out. Um, we only get bits and pieces of the saga each week. Uh, then we have Renee hosting an Intercontinental title tr- contract signing. Uh, <laughs> I love that Shink- Shinsuke does his pose. Sammy does this crazy dance. And then Cesaro is just <laughs> standing there like a statue. It's amazing. Uh, they all three come out, and then uh, uh, Braun Strowman comes out, and they say, hey, grab a seat. Let's be civilized. And he grabs a seat, and he throws it. So he took it quite literally. Um, and he says, I I know I'm going to have to fight all three of you. I don't care what the contract says. And then Sammy's like, oh, you heard what he said. You heard what he said. We can amend that. And then he's, he, he makes it. all three of them sign it. So it's a three-on-one handicap match at Illumination Chamber. Um, and they put Braun through a table, and we see Sami Zayn hit some offense for the first time. He hits the Luva kick, while the other two have him uh, held up into the corner. This match is going to be so much fun. I'm really excited for that. Um, so, uh, yeah. Then we have uh, Daniel Bryan versus Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel also getting some coaching from Drew Gulak. Uh, I just want Drew Gulak on commentary as much as possible and then in matches as much as possible, like all the time. But uh, Daniel Bryan wins via the LaBelle lock. Uh, 
Uh, Drew was very upset that Curtis Axel was like, like gloating sometimes a bit, taunting a bit. He was like, "No, just keep on him, keep on him." So I really like that hearing that coaching aspect from Drew Gulak. Um, oh wait, I want to take a second to talk about this freaking Facebook groups commercial where it's like the International Kazoo Players United or whatever is the the group. I don't know if it's even a real group that. Is, have I talked? I think I maybe have talked about this before, or maybe I just tweeted about it. This commercial makes me so mad because these people, these kazoo people, are so disrespectful to their class, their their classmates, to their professor, because they're they're in this they're in this class that's presumably so boring. It's like you're in college, like learn stuff, dude. Come on. Instead of learning, paying attention, they start playing a kazoo in this classroom, and then they ditch their class. So I guess it's good that they finally left so that the people who are there trying to, 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 to learn physics or whatever can do that. But And then they're all just, like, playing the kazoo all out in the courtyard or whatever. Like, like so at least when they're outside, okay, yeah, that's fine. But to start doing it in the classroom during a class that's so rude and it's it's probably just happens a lot because the professor doesn't even think twice about it he just keeps on going it's like these friggin stupid kazooists what the okay anyway i hate that commercial every single time shut up shut up just shove that kazoo up anyway Go outside first. That's even more rude than smoking in that classroom. I would rather see a commercial where they start smoking in that classroom than playing the freaking kazoos. Okay, then we have the Miz and Morrison. Uh, uh, they, they say uh, haters can choke on their pancakes. Um, and then it's announced that their first defense will be versus the New Day and Heavy Machinery. And Lucha House Party, and Dolph Root and, and Ziggler, Dolph, Ziggler, Dolph Robert Root and Dolph Ziggler, and the Usos in an elimination chamber match. Hell yeah, that's going to be so awesome. So Miz and Morrison then have to fight the Usos as a non-title match, uh, but they have this amazing destroyer. It's Avalanche Destroyer, followed by a splash delivered to morrison and they get the wit like that combination is so so awesome but there's uh this this whole match is really great second best match of the week right there this match is i i enjoyed this match more than new day versus miz and morrison um and then we have john cena he we can see him i could see him uh, and he asked, what am I doing at WrestleMania? I'm going to do something different. And I thought, oh, is he going to be the host? That would be pretty cool. And he says, I'm doing the right thing. I will not be at WrestleMania because it's I, I believe in the future and all that kind of thing. So he says, it's not goodbye for now. It's just it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And then he gives a salute at the top of the ramp as he makes his exit. And then I was just, I was just waiting, which, waiting. Are these lights going to go out? Are we going to hear the power down? And we did. The Fiend appeared. He was standing right behind him. Great reveal shot. And the Fiend simply points at the WrestleMania sign. And John Cena, frightened, but brave nonetheless, gives him a nod. A tip of the hat. 
we are getting John Cena versus The Fiend at WrestleMania. It's not for the championship. I think that would have made this match even like a, like a lot better. Or I mean, the match is going to be great anyway. But having that, it would be it would be add a lot more to the story. John Cena going for the championship, but Fiend will probably win since the championship isn't on the line. I think the Fiend will destroy John Cena and turn him into Thugonomics John Cena, even though he already transformed into that temporarily last year. But I think that would be pretty great. So uh, uh, Ray Wyatt, he did tweet that uh, Goldberg wasn't part of his plan. So it was a sacrifice as opposed to, uh, you know, it's not a it's not a loss. It's a sacrifice because his his real story is going after John Cena. So I. It could work. I I don't know. But hopefully Roman Reigns versus Goldberg is like a 10-second match at WrestleMania. And it was just over quick. Maybe that's the opening match of the night. Get it done. And then we're on to the to, to all the other stuff. But we'll, we'll see how everything develops. Elimination Chamber is going to be so, so great. I'm super excited for that. Um, and I've been so tempted to change my plans to go out there and see it in person. But uh, I I uh, I I don't know I don't know we'll we'll see if the ticket if if flights are still cheap with some other stuff lining up a little better like uh, it depends on what happens in the next few days we'll see but um, anyway uh, yeah that's it that is everything I want to talk about for all of these episodes again my favorite match of this week was Tony Storm versus Kay- Kaylee Ray. In the I Quit match for the NXT UK Women's Championship, go watch that match; it's awesome. Um, and uh, you know, also check out Ms. Morrison versus the Usos. That's really good too. Um, all right, so let me know what you thought about all these episodes. What you're excited for at Elimination Chamber? Um, I'll talk a lot more about that in all of next week's episodes, um, because it's all the go home shows for Elimination Chamber next week. Um, so, uh, yeah, let me know what you thought and what you're looking forward to by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen, stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW podcast. Bye.